Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. Hello, I'm Patrick Chen, and I'm bringing you a podcast of the editorial for the January 2020 issue of BGOG. The use of synthetic and biological mesh for surgery for treating stress urinary incontinence and pelvic organ prolapse is currently very topical. Owing to the concerns raised regarding the complications and adverse outcomes among women following MASH surgery, the NHS in England issued a notice of high vigilance restriction on such procedures in July 2018. The NHS in Scotland had adopted a similar policy earlier and there is currently no time limit to the end of this notice. With this notice, such procedures are only allowed for a very few selected cases. In practice, this restriction means that the treatment options available to patients with stress urinary incontinence are limited to lifestyle changes, pelvic floor training, urethral bulking agents, or birch corpus suspension. The long-term efficacy of urethral bulking agents are unknown, and the surgical expertise for corpus suspension is limited, as this operation was almost obsolete when it was superseded by the insertion of meat urethral slings two decades ago. Therefore, there are few surgical treatment options for such patients. The situation for patients with pelvic organ prolapse is less problematic as the more traditional native tissue pelvic floor repair is still available as an alternative to MASH surgery. In addition to employing the current restrictions, the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence has also recommended that a national register should be established to document and record outcome data on all patients undergoing vaginal mesh surgery. In this issue of BGOG, Freetal and colleagues reported on the short-term incidence of serious complications of surgery for stress, urinary incontinence and pelvic organ prolapse from a surgical registry of 13 public hospitals in France. The registry included women who underwent such surgery between February 2017 and August 2018. And while the data is reasonably up-to-date, it does not include any longer-term complications. The incidence of serious complications was highest when meat urethral sling insertion was performed in conjunction with transvaginal mesh prolapse surgery when compared to either surgery alone. Mesh removal was performed in 1.4% and 0.5% of mid-urethral sling and transvaginal mesh procedures, respectively. The authors concluded that early serious complications are relatively rare, but also acknowledged that continuing surveillance is required to monitor for longer-term risks and other quality-of-life-related outcomes, such as chronic pelvic pain, voiding, and sexual dysfunction. There is a mini-commentary by Zacharias and Ustau to further support this conclusion. What is the best evidence-based management for MASH complications following surgery? Carter and colleagues conducted a systematic review to attempt to answer this question. Unfortunately, they found a paucity of evidence in the current literature to support any recommendations for the most effective management of these complications. Overall, MASH removal tends to improve pain for those women who suffer from post-operative pelvic pain, but persistent pain can still be present in some patients following its removal. There is no significant difference in pain outcome 
between partial or complete removal of the mesh. There is also evidence to suggest that complete as opposed to partial removal results in an increased risk of recurrent urinary complications irrespective of whether the mesh surgery was performed for stress, urinary incontinence or pelvic organ prolapse. In her accompanying mini-commentary, Matthews highlights that just as the decision to proceed with any vaginal mesh surgery should only be undertaken after the patient has been fully counseled and the case has been discussed with a multidisciplinary specialist team, the same criteria should also be fulfilled with any decision for its removal. There is obviously an urgent need to generate evidence to inform whether vaginal mesh surgery can be safely provided as an option for treating stress urinary incontinence and pelvic organ prolapse, and how complications arise from such procedures should be managed. For some women, these procedures might be the only treatment options available when all the other alternatives have been unsuccessful. More robust evidence will facilitate with their decisions on whether to embark on these procedures. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.